Welcome to the Get Healthier Podcast with Rena Jadhav, who's on a quest to uncover breakthroughs and cures in living longer, healthier, and happier. Genetic testing, stem cells, rattling, talking to Silicon Valley geniuses and the best doctors in the world about the hottest products and programs to make you live an amazingly joyful life. Are you ready? Now, here's your host, Rena. Everyone, it's Brina Jadav here, founder of Health Boot Camps and the host of Healthier. And today we are going to talk about the power of sound for healing. What if your headache or that menopause symptom or that PMS symptom or even cancer could be completely eliminated just from the power of sound? And you know what? You all you have to think about is the fact that Ella Fitzgerald cracked a wine glass with her singing to realize that there is so much power and so much strength in our voice that if it could shatter a wine glass, there is possibility that it could do so much more to our bodies as we listen to it. So here to tell us all about it is Dr. Jeffrey Thompson. Hi, Dr. Jeffrey. Welcome. Hi. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, we're going to give you a little more background. And for those of you who are listening to this on the podcast, please note it's being shot as a video, which means you can get on to healthbootcamps.com's YouTube channel or check out our website for the video series on this. And of course, there will be show notes as well. So a lot of the stuff we talk about today will be available to you. So don't forget to check that out and share. All right, let me tell you a little bit about Dr. Jeffrey's background. So Dr. Thompson is the founder director of the Center for Neuroacoustics Research in Carlsbad, California, which is a research center actualizing its vision of healing the body, heart, mind, and spirit through the science of sound. He's considered the world's premier sound healing researcher, brainwave entertainment expert, and high-tech personal transformation innovator, motivator, and futurist. He's a physician, a musician, a composer, inventor, educator, as well as an author. He's been certified in multiple healthcare modalities. And what's amazing is that he's applying his cutting edge expertise to healing people. Welcome again. Thank you so much for being on our show today. Yeah, I I suggest that whenever you're feeling down on yourself, read your your CV. It always makes you feel better. It sure does. Well, especially if, if you have a CV like yours, right? You you are you're clearly very accomplished, and we're we're so glad you made the time today to chat with us. We're gonna dive right in and then we're gonna go into the background because I'm always just so fascinated with what the heck is brain in training anyway? Uh it's got to do with your body clocks. Hmm. My my um we were discussing a few minutes ago that the body is kind of a simple system that's kind of complex in its execution. The simplicity is um, basically just a couple of rules. Rule number one, survive at all costs. Rule number two, do no self-harm and get the most uh, out of the least amount of energy expended, right? Mm. Don't waste energy. So in order to not waste energy, our internal body clocks time all of our internal body clocks to the world, pulses in the world, light pulses, electromagnetic field pulses, Interesting. vibration pulses. So for instance, um, you set your body thermostat by mm-hmm. a little gland in the center of your brain, the pineal gland, being sensitive to light dark cycles. And it times your body thermostat to the year by noticing how long the day length is, which is always mm. long, 
shorter, summer equinox, winter equinox. If you're a woman, you have a menstrual cycle every 20 and a half days because the pineal gland is sensitive to moon, new moon cycle. So when I was uh, dealing with uh, women who had irregular menstrual cycles, we could fix about half those women just by burning a little tiny um, light bulb by the, by the, in the bedroom by the window, hmm. the pineal gland into thinking the full moon was still shining. So you're shining this little light for the two weeks of the new moon when there's no moon out. Fooling the pineal gland with thinking the full moon is still there and it resets the cycle. It takes about three months. Things get a little weird for three months and then it all snaps in. And with seasonal affective disorder, where the body thermostat is not set per correctly, the medical fix for that is to expose yourself to full spectrum daylight light bulbs for mm -hmm. one hour a day. That resets the pineal right. gland, thinking the length of the day is longer and resetting your synchronization. Uh, so we can use that with electromagnetic fields or with light mm. bulbs or with sound pulses. So in this case, we could create a sound that's pulsing at a brainwave speed mm. and your brainwaves will try to time themselves to this external pulse because it's the most dominant kind of drumbeat in the environment that my body's always looking for to save energy, right? So that, so that means that that's true, that, that, that the earliest kind of uh, use of sound waves to control consciousness by controlling brainwaves and shamanic drumming practice. Right. We're, pound, we're pounding a drum. And uh, I've done this in my lab. I've, I've taken these recordings of shamanic mm. drumbeats and timed them, done a spectral analysis. It's about four and a half to five cycles per second. And that's a theta brainwave state where you go when you're dreaming. So that means that I could start pounding my drum at four and a half cycles per second theta. And within five minutes the people sitting around the fire at nighttime would have their brain waves go from this rapid beta pulse slow down slow down slow down until it reaches this five cycle a second pulse. remarkable and take you from a waking state down to a dream state without going to sleep first and that's a classic definition of a trance state yeah which is why all cultures have these drum beats and um, chants Sound and chanting, all of it. Um, when I uh, sit in a group of people, so there's this other thing about bio clocks. If you take, hmm. you've heard this story where you take a number of women and put them in a dorm room together, and after a while you start synchronizing up your, your menstrual cycle. Mm -hmm. That's because your proximity of your bio clock of your body is closer than the moon. So the body will change allegiance to the most dominant pulse in its environment. And that's, that's insane. How that's how brain entrainment works. So we can, we can take advantage of something we know about a property the body is using to help it survive. Okay. And commandeer that and grab it using sound waves. So the property is we know the body is looking for the most dominant pulse in the field. Okay. We provide that with a soundtrack. And then we commandeer your brain waves, and we can take your consciousness wherever we want to go. It's pretty mind blowing. Particularly, if you have problems uh, like uh, you've had a concussion. Right. The brain now is disrupted in its functional pathways. So we can put headphones on, like I've got, mm -hmm. 
put one tone over here and another tone over here, they're slightly out of tune. Mm -hmm. We create a beat mm -hmm. called binaural beats. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's an interaction between those two. It forces the hemispheres to synchronize, to compare notes in order to hear this pulse and then entrain to it. And that synchronizing of the hemispheres is exactly what's wrong if you've had concussion because the pathways have been disrupted and we're firing, we're forcing signals to fire down those pathways and open them back up. So that's great for a number of different conditions. Yeah, let's talk about that. So what, what are the different conditions we can improve? Well, for that particular example, mm -hmm. concussion or ADD and ADHD, mm -hmm. dyslexia, uh, epilepsy, all of those have that as a component, non-communication of the pathways. Mm -hmm. problem. Um, and have you seen some clinical research or, or studies, especially as we talk about ADD, where they're giving kids meds, you know, wouldn't it be better to prescribe uh, music instead if, if it's going to deliver the results, the same results, or maybe even better results, and the same for dyslexia, same for, um, uh, how about Alzheimer's? Alzheimer's too. So Alzheimer's is a, a bit different. That's a, a synchronicity of four different areas of the cortex that are supposed to be synchronized. And when they become unsynchronized, mm -hmm. they again, end up with a series of conditions just like the ones I listed. But Alzheimer's specifically is one of those where that placking that forms on the brain is actually forming on those four zones. It's called the default mode network. Mm -hmm. It's a network of the underfunctioning of the brain that needs to function properly. And you can entrain that too. You could use entrainment to resynchronize those. Right. Tones. Right. So what all have you done? So what, what's available today? So if someone says, I've, I've got to check this out. Frankly, that's me. I, I'd like to check this out. How do you translate what you shared into something that someone like me can actually purchase or use? I've been doing this now for 38 years. So I've seen large population groups of patients over time. Mm -hmm. And that's given me a sense of a generic approach that I produced as a series of soundtracks uh, uh, on CD or downloads. And so there's a, um, you know, I've got a website and I've got mm -hmm. CDs. I've got 90 CDs. So there's a okay. lot. They're in categories. Uh, okay. Uh, meditation and boosting creativity and relaxation and meditation and healing and so you choose a category and then there's you know dozens dozens of cds there but they're listed in order of, got it you know I, I i go there and go oh no what what the hell what what do i do with this horrible with this site you know and you say but look at the category what are you looking for sleep you can't sleep click that you go to a thing with a whole bunch of sleep soundtracks but the first one at the top is the one you buy first. Gotcha. And you purchase these, now, are these downloadable or do we, do you ship something? Yeah. Okay. And right. then you just pop on a headset and away you go. Headsets are important, unless it's sleep. You don't need to have synchronicity of the hemispheres if you okay. get to sleep. So you can just play it by your bedside. Um, that particular one I did uh, to save my own, save my own mind because when my son was an infant, he would not sleep. and. Um. I didn't sleep. And so I made the soundtrack to put him to sleep. And at nine minutes exactly, kabang, he was out. Is so that right? And one of my best selling CDs. It's on uh, YouTube. Uh, oh, we will have to put the link in there. I mean, 17 million views. 
Jeez. Well, as a parent, I can tell you I could have used it. Sleep. You can't live without sleep. And there isn't a kid who doesn't create that sleep disruption in their first year, right? I had two, which means I had two years of sleep disruption along with my husband. So that definitely sounds like a lifesaver. Um, you know, we have a lot of listeners that tend to be women who have chronic illness or autoimmune, especially as we start to get into our mid-40s, late-50s. We start to see sort of occurrence of autoimmune. What have you found with respect to sound healing and autoimmune or chronic illness? Oh, my current work is using a, um, a sophisticated kind of medical monitor that I helped develop. It's called heart rate variability. So mm-hmm. you put these little wrist sensors on, one on each wrist, and it measures your heart waves, and it does different math. And mm-hmm. what pops out the other end is the ability to see your sympathetic, parasympathetic nervous system. Uh, that forms the autonomic nervous system, the part of mm-hmm. you that automatically controls what's under the hood. Mm-hmm. Uh, presupposing all of this, let's just get this straight. Um, so in, inside each, each of us is this inherent biological intelligence. It knows how to grow my body out of two cells, read the blueprints, differentiate the tissues into everything that I am, and then make it all run on automatic without me thinking about it. And that's my true biological identity. It's wise. It's connected. It's who I connect with when I have a true spiritual experience or a mystical experience, right? That's what happens to me. My ordinary thinking mind, the part of me that's talking to you now, uh, is exercised so much that it is Arnold Schwarzenegger up and it thinks it's me. And it's, this is not me who's mm-hmm. talking to you right now. It's a part of me, like my mm-hmm. hand or my fingernail, mm-hmm. but it's not who I am. Mm-hmm. Who I am is this part of me under the hood that that is uh, participating in the immediacy of the moment which happens before a thought because thinking takes time no matter how hard i try to think myself into the present moment i've always missed it by a thousand yes. second because yes. that's how long it takes to fire the yes. neuron of a thought right so it's, yes so it's yeah. what we call instincts right and that instinct is yeah. connecting to the source energy it's a now thing yes so in Hawaii, the, the holy people in Hawaii, the kahunas, mm-hmm. their philosophy clicks right into this whole idea where um, basically God grants all prayers. Therefore, my present experience is what I've prayed for in the past. But yes. prayer happens before a thought. So it's not prayer that we normally have a de- definition of. It's a state. It's a state of mind where uh, it's kind of like uh, the the infinite spirit says, you can have anything you want. I'll grant it to you, but you have to ask for it. Yes. And the more perfectly you ask for it, the more perfectly you can get what you want. But you can't ask with words, and you can't ask by thinking. You have to ask by going into a state that's now. (laughs) And an emotion, right? It's more about feelings. It's not about thoughts at all. This idea of the Kahuna prayer was to go in this state where you could flesh out and visualize what it was you were, quote, praying for to such a degree that you could feel it as an emotion. And then that was recognized as the moment that the prayer was deposited into the universe. And then that would get granted. And then you might say that, oh, I didn't think about this or I didn't think about that. So I'll go back in and polish that part out with right. my prayer, right? So it becomes a co-creation mm of reality between you and the universe. A, Incredible. Uh, a marriage of forces. Mm-hmm. 
And are you able to put someone in that state without the intensive practices and chants and drum beats? Yeah, and so someone can actually be in that manifest. I guess we've used the word manifesting, right? Manifesting or manifestation is the buzzword, um, but it's a state. That's exactly the point that uh, that uh, we're now we now have the understanding and we have the the monitors and we have the equipment in the 21st century to have Star Trek right. healing and Star Trek meditation. It's we know just exactly what different states of consciousness look like in different mm -hmm. meditative states, what it looks like in the brain uh, with mm -hmm. sophisticated computers and EEG equipment. We know what it looks like. Mm -hmm. And over here, we can entrain your brainwaves to any place we want. So mm -hmm. why not entrain your brainwaves to these states that research has shown us is where your brain goes when you're maximizing your creativity or your meditation or your self-awareness or mm -hmm. your... Um, or corporations, leaders, CEOs, you know, how do you get them in a place where on a daily basis they're making critical decisions that could either help the company or hurt the company? And how do you get them in a state where decision making is flawless instead of flawed? I did that work with yeah. Bell and Cisco and Nike and yeah. the big companies. Um, they were hiring me to boost creativity and problem solving. I thought mm -hmm. hire me to... Uh, to boost productivity, but that's not now nah, productivity. No. It's creativity because that's an yes. innovative product that sells yes. and puts your company bottom line at a high level. Exactly. So we could, we already knew that um, from research that where the brain goes when it's creative is theta, where you go when you're dreaming. So let's talk about that before you go into deeper into that specific example. Talk a little bit about what those brain waves are, what do they mean, and then would love for you to continue explaining how this process works. Without getting bogged down with this, the super science, um, the brain is this electrical organ. It's got these little neurons, 300 billion neurons with 300 trillion connections. Right? Supercomputer. Mm -hmm. And the little neurons are firing electrical signals, but they're not firing them at random. They're firing them together in waves of depolarization together and that's based on the same principle of why the wine glass vibrates when you sing the right note mm. it's called coupled oscillators if you and i are close enough together our our uh, heart rate and respiration and pulses and brain waves begin to synchronize up just by in proximity to each other uh, that bio clocks thing so that's why the neurons are synchronizing up together in huge waves of depolarization. So it turns out that the speed of those waves of depolarization are directly linked to certain states of consciousness. So if I've got 30 of these firing every second, mm -hmm. that's beta, high beta. That's mm -hmm. external focused attention here in the regular world. Uh, but if they start to slow down, if the waves of depolarization start to slow down, down towards 13 waves per second, uh, or 12, or 11, now I'm in alpha. And that's mm. inter, an inner peripheral vision kind of state. And if I keep going down, I go into theta at uh, 7 hertz and less, and that's dreaming or daydreaming. And if mm. I keep going slower and slower, I get into delta, and that's where I'm kind of... Um, deepest stage of sleep where physical recuperation takes place. Theta is where dreaming happens and that's where emotions get healed. Uh, alpha is an inner kind of holographic mental state and that's where the mind gets worked on. So we can train you to 
each of these different states and we can calculate specific brainwave states hmm. using these medical monitors. So I can hook you up to this heart rate variability device. Now I can see the major computer under the hood that tells all your body systems what to do. It's coordinating the entire thing, right? That's the part that grew my body out of two cells. Mm -hmm. on automatic without me thinking about it. And that part, when it starts to drift and get awry, mm. then the systems that it controls mm -hmm. start to have problems, mm -hmm. symptoms as alerts to tell me what's going on. Please pay attention to me because there's something happening here. And unfortunately, it seems that the modern medical system, uh, their approach is to silence those alarms. Yes. It's uh, symptom management. You've got a symptom. Or as I say, duct taping the symptoms. We just want to duct tape. We don't want to hear it. Yeah. So you're in your, you're in your living room watching a movie and the smoke alarm goes off and that's annoying. So you're prescribed headphones. And <laughs> right. That's exactly it. That's a great analogy. And then, <laughs> or, and, and, or worse, um, pull down the, the alarm so it doesn't beep anymore. So, well, yeah. So then the next one is to do an operation and remove it. Yes smoke alarm and then when the fire gets to your couch and starts burning your arm then you're prescribed cortisone cream so it's like exactly. it's completely missing the point um exactly. i remember my mom when she was in her 80s and my dad died her way of dealing with that was getting high blood pressure she had never yeah. had high blood pressure and she, it took three different medications to get her under control and one time she said to me how come I've got this high blood pressure? I never had high blood pressure. And I said, Mom, that's how you're dealing with it. Your body's dealing with it. Yeah. And yeah. she said, well, I'd be happy to take the blood pressure medication so I don't get a stroke or something uh, while they work on why I've got the high blood pressure and fix that. I said, Mom, that's not the plan. <laughs> Nobody's got a plan to fix why I've got the yes. They're managing it with a pill, and that's going to be what you do the rest of your life. That, yes. And, and it's kind of like in my mind I'm thinking, if the blood pressure medication pill is the cure for my blood pressure, it means that I was born with a congenital lack of medication. Your <laughs> <laughs> right? problem, boy, is that you were born without enough pills. <laughs> you were born without a stand. We got to put one in you. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. So yeah. The, the medical profession tends to poo-poo the idea that there is a inherent intelligence in the body that can heal itself. Well, because we do what we're trained to do. I had a lot of angst um, against the medical system after they failed me twice. And then I just realized they're wonderful people. You know, as I'm out there interviewing, they just do what they're trained to do. Okay. So if you're right, that's all it is. So we've got to fix the training that we're giving them. All of us are doing the best we can do. It's just that uh, you might be self-deluded because of the brainwashing that you've been put through. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. Unfortunately, that's kind of the way it is. The, the problem in this case is that we have a sickness-oriented society. And then we've surreptitiously kind of under the hood brainwashed the whole population to believe that, uh, that this is the system that you have to use. Uh, because they've successfully kind of sold the bill of goods that anybody who's not a medical doctor is a quack. Basically. Yes. That's exactly it. Who's got the right to treat cancer except for medical doctors? We've got exactly. dibs. We've got dibs, excuse me, on, made, on main, major diseases. And uh, the rest of you holistic people out there where you can massage backs or cracks. Yes. Or deal with back pain. But, but don't get into the big boy stuff. 
Right. Where the big money is. I mean, and I hate to say this, but it's like, don't come where the big money is because that's the domain of the pharmaceuticals who yeah. provide the training, who then train doctors to write more prescriptions. I mean, it's, yeah. which is a different podcast interview, right? Is yeah, a whole one. Yeah. So, uh, so for us in the holistic field is kind of like, excuse me, alternative to what? Complementary to who? Mm-hmm. We were here first. Mm-hmm. Ten thousands of years, mm-hmm. and you guys are the Johnny Come Latelys with all mm-hmm. these fancy schmancy ideas that completely misalign with the way the universe is put together. And you wonder why you've got a whole society of people who are sick because, from children, we've all been brought up to drag our bodies in when there's black smoke coming out of the tailpipe, exactly miles a gallon, exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. And then we're being, you know, either surgically fixed or fixed with prednisones and steroids. And, and the numbers tell the truth. We have a healthcare crisis of epic proportion and it's not going away until I think um, you as the listener, and I'm now speaking to those who are listening and watching this episode, until each one of us together takes charge of our health and uses the medical system for what it's designed, which is if you do end up in uh, a, you know, serious hot soup, as they say, you break a leg, you end up with very high fever, medical system's fabulous, but it's not a great way to actually restore health. It's a great way to address an emergency situation that needs instant rectification. So, um, so with that said, so you've explained what these different waves are. Have you been able to create sound that impacts and can lead to each one of these states? Or have you got sound for specific states only at this point? Um, I have sounds for all kinds of different states. Okay, so you cover all of them from Once alpha, we, beta, theta, gamma. Uh, right, so I discovered a brainwave in 1989 uh, oh. uh, that I called it epsilon. It's below delta. Oh, so wow. We were, we were taught that there's beta, alpha, theta, delta. Uh-huh. Beta is, you know, 13 hertz to about 30. And then alpha is this and theta is that and delta is that. And the lowest brain frequency I was taught was a half a cycle a second, 0.5 hertz. Mm-hmm. But I was seeing below that on my EEG equipment with patients. And I'm going, what the heck is this? And mm-hmm. then when they would get up off the sound table after treatment, um, they would describe, oh, you won't believe what happened. I was floating out of my body. I was up at the ceiling. I was watching you do your thing. No way. I to my house and I found my keys. <laughs> so then when they get out of body experiences yeah, and precognitive experiences and uh, spiritual revelations, uh, epiphanies, that's what was happening with this brain activity that was below Delta. And I'm thinking, uh, so I started researching. Is anybody else? reporting below delta brain activity in the Mm. NFL. And at one point years later, when I was doing work with uh, neurofeedback, uh, like biofeedback, Mm -hmm. brainwaves, with very expensive EEG machines. And I'm asking these guys, have you ever seen below delta activity? And they said, Mm. no, but I wouldn't be able to. Why not? Because they cut the brain frequency display off at one hertz. uh, Interesting. It's a display issue. Because they don't believe there's anything below it because that's oh. what taught. They don't even bother to display it, so you couldn't discover it even was there. That is a metaphor for humanity. Mm-hmm. And I walk away from that going, where are my blinders? Mm. How do I do that for me? In mm-hmm. my life? 
Mm-hmm. Ultimately, when you take that question, mm-hmm. what leads to disease? So when I see mm. the patients who have the biggest breakthroughs for me are mm. who go through the physical detox phase and then the emotional detox phase and then the self-defeating belief system detoxification um, oh mommy and daddy didn't get a divorce when I was three because of me it wasn't my fault but I thought it was mm. I, I sentenced myself to life in prison to only get so much health and so much love and so much mm. the rest of my life and if I bang my head against that artificial wall my subconscious mind has all the power it needs to come out and sabotage my life in any way possible that's necessary mm. to jail to keep me in my my job to keep me in the toxic relationship to mm-hmm. judge my health you know so the biggest breakthroughs are the spiritual breakthroughs where you have a revelation mm-hmm. of the first time that you made the wrong choice so for instance we're all walking on a path that is fated to lead to a fork where i'm fated to make a free will decision right or left right and right is for the better of my soul my dharma what I'm here for, what makes the best use of my talents. Mm. And left is what my mentors are whispering into my ears. Um, Don't be so naive, grow up, get a job, work for safety. Never mind this like, oh, I like that. (laughs) (laughs) It's society. And and so the the path to the right with the, the Dharma has no visible means of support. My ordinary rational mind cannot understand how I can possibly make a living or have any safety that way. Uh, but the left side has got a clear path of you work for your retirement and you do this whole thing. And right. It's a safer route. Or a 1K and on and mm-hmm. on. And whenever you make the just get a job decision, that is the moment when the pain begins. Mm. And each time you make the left choice instead of the right, the pain deepens. Oh, wow. And so when... You have You're to, making a direct one-to-one connection. So when you make, have this, uh, this uh, spiritual revelation, it was the first time, each of us has the first time that we made the left instead of the right decision. And it's always based on fear. Mm-hmm. Because when I look at the right way, I go, how am I going to make that work? I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. It's not your job to figure that out. It's the universe's job to figure that out. It's your job to, to do the dumbed-down decision Right or left, I'm going to choose right for the for the joy of my soul. Hmm. And is going to say, "Good job." Here's the doors opening. Here's the lights turning green. Here's the people you need to know, supplied by me by saying yes to you. That's how it works. That's that's what the spiritual traditions from every culture on earth that go back to the beginning of time have been saying. That uh, it's not up here. I don't have the power to understand or know all the details of how it's going to work. All I can do is follow my heart when it says, this is my joy. And, and so uh, people who have spontaneous remissions, mm-hmm. when one second you've had the cancer and the next minute there's nothing on the x-ray and mm-hmm. scratching their heads wondering if they've been looking at the wrong records the whole time. Right. Right. Patients. So, um, Every one of these people that comes back from this is like the person who had the cancer actually died. And the person who survived was a different person born out of those ashes. And that person, the, the person who died was the lie. 
and the person who remained was the truth of themselves with a very clear, powerful understanding of what they're here for. Wow. They're supposed to be doing with their lives. And that was what was missing the whole time. We stepped away from that path and we got a job instead. The path of following my heart is the path of following my dharma to the place that I belong to in the universe. And if I'm not doing that, then I'm in pain. Wow, that is really profound. And I'm saying that science and technology, in my case, I'm using sound, mm-hmm. has stood the test of time in every culture on earth. Sound has been used to wake up, not necessarily for healing. Healing is the door prize, waking up is what it's all about. So many of us don't know what the Dharma is, right? So many of us struggle to differentiate between the voice in the head saying go right from the voice in the head saying go left. And because I get that question asked a lot, how do you know? You have to consult your heart as well. And, and again, I think people don't even know where the heart speaks because we're so trained to listen to the head. We haven't been listening to it, so we have to sit and get quiet. Right. So we can use technology to... And that was my question. Which of... Yeah, talk a little bit about how... Which of your programs would assist someone in listening to the heart and getting clarity on, on which road to take? Uh, if you have health issues, there's exotic realms with a lot of heavy physical baggage because that's like being a spiritual bull in the China side. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you get in trouble doing that, but, uh, but there's, uh, but there's a series of boosting creativity that gets you in touch with your heart because that's where creativity So there's something called the, uh, the creative mind system or the healing mind system, um, higher dimensions of self-awareness there's um there's also one called the default mode network the one the the latest one i just produced um those four zones i was talking about Mm -hmm. if those four zones come unsynchronized all these conditions start start showing up uh alzheimer's and uh add and autism and epilepsy and schizophrenia but when they're hyper synchronized exactly the kind of thing we can do with this idea of binaural beats and the two tones slightly out of tune that create a pulse that can then train your brain waves, forces your hemispheres to synchronize. And this way we can force the four zones to synchronize. Okay. And when four zones get hyper-synchronized, that has been shown in research to be associated with super high states of meditation, cosmic consciousness. So now we can use science to pick the lock of programs in the brain for self-awareness that used to take 30 years of meditation to get that same place. Now we're in Star Trek. Wow. And are you able to get people into the Epsilon mode as well with out-of-body experiences? Yes. So now we've got the science of out-of-the-body. Now we can, so if we can use these medical monitors, we can find out specific brain frequencies for your brain. Where does your brain go? open the door to your creativity. So when am I flying in to see you? Uh, We're going to schedule that in because, you know, given I'm on a mission of biohacking, I actually just flew out to Dr. Kristen Camella's lab and did stem cell on myself. And I, you know, went out to LA and did the hyperbarics and and a few other wonderful things like biofeedback with Dr. Uh, Lear and Keneally. So I'm I'm definitely going to be making a, a pit stop over to you and 
And um, hey, for those of you listening in, keep an eye out for uh, when that episode comes out. I'm going to go out and experience everything and then, and of course, share it all with you via a blog post. Sounds just really thrilling stuff. Now, you talk about something called the primordial sound. What is that? Uh, you know, when, when all of us have one thing uh, completely in common with each other, and that is our nine months of experience in the womb. Mm. So you're floating in amniotic fluid, body temperature water. You ever been mm-hmm. in a float tank? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so in a float tank, after you close that lid and you're in the dark, floating weightless, it yes. only takes about five minutes of, not, of no input for your brain to start inventing input. Yes. Yes, it's wild. Hallucinating things, right? And you're there for an hour. What if you were there for nine months? Mm. Right? We, we're all there in a float tank for nine months, floating in body temperature, amniotic fluid. Um, sound travels through water five times better than air. Mm. So when you're at about 16 to 24 weeks, when the nervous system is now developed enough that my, my five senses first come online, right? I'm in the dark, so I'm, my eyes aren't working. My nose and mouth are filled with fluid, but sound travels through water five times better. So our whole experience for the first nine months of being alive is sound and vibration. Wow. The only thing we experience. So I think that's one of the reasons why sound is such a powerful tool to take the deepest level of my unconscious experience and tap uh, the deepest parts of It's almost like it's the foundational sensation, isn't it? Foundational sensation. So if I was to scientifically reproduce, what did it sound like to me when I was a fetus? I did that project, by the way. Um, Okay. That would be the first example of primordial sounds Uh that... uh, Anybody who listened to these sounds would have the same experience, no matter what race you are, what sex you are. That's true. Uh, true. Because we all share exactly the same experience. Um, A number two type of primordial sound would be nature sounds. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because most of our experiences in nature have been good experiences. Mm -hmm. Vacation, good times, right? So Mm -hmm. if I was to take nature sounds and start to slow them down, disguise them so that all my unconscious mind was activated by it Mm. under the hood i'd be picking the lock of a program that makes me get open and relaxed and feel safe i was doing projects with vocalizing patients were vocalizing their self-defeating belief systems and i was playing them backwards to erase it from your unconscious mind and playing different speeds so only your unconscious mind was activated by it And when I did that, I realized that if I take a recording of you speaking a sentence and I speed it up by a few octaves, I double the speed and double the speed, it sounds just like birds. Oh. Keep doubling it, it sounds like crickets. And if I keep doubling it, it sounds like dolphins. And so I'm thinking, wait a second, what if I take cricket sounds and slow them down? They sound like birds. And birds slow down, dolphins singing. And dolphins slowed down, sound like people singing. Oh my goodness. The same stuff. It's that's the nature of wow. underlying blueprint of everything. Then I got the, uh, the contacted by these guys from uh, NASA and JPL with hmm. the Voyager 1 and 2 programs. Sounds from space, sounds from the outer planets of the solar system, interactions of the ions of the solar wind and the ionosphere of the planets vibrate within the range of human hearing. And what does it sound like? It sounds like dolphins 
and crickets, birds and whales and people singing and Tibetan bowls from space. So it's like Jung's collective unconscious. It's like if I go into my own personal unconscious mind, there's a, a and there's a intelligence that knows how to grow my body out of two cells. But if I listen to nature sounds disguised, it awakens a deeper level of my uh, collective unconscious that knows how to grow a planetary ecosystem that my body grows out of. And when I listen to these space sounds, that sound exactly the same at different speeds, then it's what level of the collective unconscious is that? A solar system level of the collective unconscious? Right. A solar system that Earth has grown out of, that my body grows out of. Right. When you have a mystical experience, that is your experience, that I've been fooled uh, by the definitions of things. Human beings are the naming animals. And boundaries. Everything has a name. Yeah. That's how we make sense of the universe. But the universe yeah. can grow itself with names. Yeah. In reality, there's no place where my body ends and years begins. Exactly. It's the same fabric. All of an illusion based on definitions of things. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing with health and disease. When somebody comes in and they say, oh, I've got cancer, I've got a tumor. Um, no you've got an unimaginable complex network of physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual issues yeah. that have resulted in this. And you can change it, and this thing can go away. And how do you change it? What, what's the secret formula that you have found? By balancing the core of your autonomic nervous system, mm. which is the center part that tells everything what to do, and it's mm -hmm. the center of your stress handling system, and when it's got a problem, all the systems it controls has got a problem. Now, normally, you can, you can balance that part out through deep states of meditation. Mm -hmm. Let me just ask you a question. Yeah. Before you had the cancer and all these health issues, who were you then versus who are you now? And what were you doing with yourself then? And what are you doing with yourself now? Because oh. exactly what I've been telling you yes. with patients that... You went to a place in yourself and you stopped yourself in your tracks and you stopped all the activity that you were doing up at that point. Yes. To a place in yourself where you could get real. And out of that realness, the, your life fell into its correct place of importance. Yes. These are the really important things in life. And the rest of it dropped away. And you sloughed off the parts of you that were not contributing to your journey here on earth and what you're here for. And Absolutely. Yourself to what you're here for. And here you are interviewing me. That's part of what you're here for. Absolutely. Right? And you are different than you used to be. Completely. I'm a completely new person. I've said that over and over again. This isn't the same person people the knew. person died and the new person mm -hmm. was born out of Absolutely. Here you are. Absolutely. And you've got a vitality. You've got an excitement. You've got, you, you bounce out of, bed in the morning to do this thing. yes and that's the way life should be and if with no coffee and no sugar yes balancing out of bed no coffee no sugar and if it's not if that is not your experience waking up in the morning now you got to find out where it is what is it that would make that for you and you got to find it you got to do it and never mind what people have told you that i won't be able to make a living and i won't be able to do this no 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 universal say yes to you in ways you can't possibly presuppose. Synchronicities will show up. It's your relationship to the core of life in the universe that is at stake here. And if you're not meshed with the life 
force of the universe flowing through you, you're dying and you're getting sick and you're in pain and you're in misery. Uh, so really that's my task is, you know, uh, God does the healing and the doctor collects the bill. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Healing for anybody, but I do have yes. tools to bring your system back to allow its own internal physician program to begin to work on its list and, and get things done from the inside out. That is the job of a healer. What's the time frame that you've seen for, and pick, pick anything, you know, I'd love for you to share some case studies actually. Uh, maybe you can share an example of someone that came in with something specific as a health concern. And what was the time frame that it took for them using your technologies and your methodologies to heal? Uh, it usually takes a few months. Mm -hmm. So, and that kind of depends on how bad you are and how long has it been going on, mm -hmm. how many decades it's been going on. Um, <clears throat> in other cases, I, I see a lot of children. So I traditionally, my whole practice for 38 years is kids, kids with neuro, uh, neurodevelopmental problems mm. like that. So I see a lot of cases with autism and epilepsy. And so I had this little boy from the, the parents flew from Denmark. Mm. Um, this little boy had 60 seizures an hour. That's one mm. every minute. And these oh. were micro seizures. He would blank out and fall off the chair and hurt himself. So he wore a helmet. He was on three very powerful anti-seizure medications. And so my procedure is we hook him up to this heart rate variability system. We can see the nervous system, the sympathetic, parasympathetic. We can tell if it's functioning normally. And if it's not, we can make it function normally with a precisely tuned sound frequency. Hmm. I deliver it through a sound table and headphones. Okay. And then give it to you as a soundtrack to start using every day. And, you know, four days later, they flew back to Denmark. And uh, in one week, it was six seizures an hour. Instead of wow. And in one more week, it was six seizures a week. And then in the third week, they all went away. Oh, my goodness. That's remarkable. Almost three years, and he's seizure-free. And then I got tons of people flying from Denmark. Of course. And it's frustrating to me that, is it really that bad out there? It's really bad out there. Thousands and thousands and thousands of really good holistic practitioners out there. But people don't know that that's the core of things. In other words, I, I was in this film, The Heal Documentary. Mm -hmm. That film was, was a sellout mm -hmm. in every city in the country. Mm -hmm. And then they were showing it in Europe, sell out, sell out, sell out, standing room was only. And afterwards, uh, those of us that were local to where the film was being shown would come and afterwards be up on the stage and answer questions. And I remember one guy said to me, um, you know, I've heard of holistic health and chiropractors and acupuncturists and nutritionists and stuff like that, but I had no idea that it was extensive, so extensive and so networked and so big. And it's kind of like we're all, once again, hoodwinked mm -hmm. by media, by, you know, you see an ad on television for a prescription drug that you can't possibly buy. What, what the heck is that all about? I mean, well, <laughs> and the hidden message is subliminal programming. Absolutely. Programming is to do two things. You have happy, a happy mother with her happy child on a swing set with beautiful music playing, 
as you divert into the fast voice list of all the horrible side effects and death and everything else that's going on, while you've got happy images with happy music playing. That's classical reframing mm -hmm. of a, a deep subliminal programming. To, mm -hmm. And then there's see your doctor, see your doctor, ask your doctor, see your doctor, ask your doctor, see 20 times at least in the ad. That's mm -hmm. the real purpose of the ad. Is mm -hmm. to convince you that, of course, you've got your doctor. Every family should have their doctor, their medical doctor. Mm -hmm. Medical doctor is what we're trying to establish as the norm, when in reality, the norm is not that. Mm -hmm. The norm is what it's been for 10,000 years, which mm -hmm. is supposed to help to wake up the internal inherent healing properties and live a full life instead of get a job and take a pill. <laughs> exactly. Share with our listeners and our viewers how you got started and how you helped your wife um, get better. I was fascinated with that case study. That's right. So I'm in practice and I'm making serious money for the first time in my life. And I realized I could go and do what I've always wanted to do and buy the equipment for a recording studio and make an album. Mm. I, I was a musician and an artist. I went to art school. I thought I was going to be an artist. I have a Bachelor of Fine Arts degree. I put myself through school as a medical illustrator. That's Very cool. Um, and so I go take out a loan. I buy a bunch of super cool keyboards and mixing boards and recorders and put them in my spare room. And then my wife is going, um, can you work on my back? So I popped up my portable table in the spare room like I always do. And I put her on the table and I realized, oh, wait a second. I've got somebody on a table in a recording studio surrounded by sound equipment. And my mind is going, I wonder if I can make a chiropractic adjustment with a sound wave. Such a cool connecting of the dots. I mean, each vertebra is a different shape, density, and mass, like a bunch of wine glasses. So I should be able to test for the fifth lumbar and resonate just the fifth lumbar and make it float in vibration and disconnect it from the bone above and below. And I just made a chiropractic adjustment. I put a speaker on her back found the frequency, found it, put a speaker on her back and played it for a few minutes. And then she was fine. That's and incredible. Out, And I'm thinking, oh my God, it's little decision, a little decision like that. And everything changes. My yeah. life completely changed in that moment. It was like, oh my God. That's like, I brought that to the clinic, started experimenting with it. And nine years later, I sold the whole thing and came to California. Uh, wow. Set it up full time because I'm thinking nobody's doing this stuff. This is no. This is it's amazing. Have you figured out frequencies to normalize every organ? Because we've got, you know, kidneys have different issues and livers have different issues. The next logical steps, just like what you thought, is if I can make an adjustment of a vertebra, could I do it with an organ? Mm -hmm. And then I had a blood lab in my clinic. I could test for liver enzymes and treat mm -hmm. sound waves and see it work. And so at a certain point, it's like, well, what about acupuncture points? Yeah. Mm -hmm. that, what about... The brain, that's an organ. Mm -hmm. And its job is to tell all the organs what to do. Mm -hmm. So if I could do the brain, I wouldn't have to do each organ separately. I see. The brain could do it. Got and it. When I started experimenting with that. Smart. That's when I sold everything and moved to California. And that is what I call biotuning. Because the heart rate variability okay. is looking at the core center in the brain that tells all the systems what to do. It's the master control system that tells everybody what to do. So in reality, if you've got a thyroid problem or a gut problem or a low back problem, it's not their fault. They're only doing what central command tells them to do. 
And nope. central command's asleep at the wheel, so you're, you're yeah, good. Figure out how to get the central command directly to reprogram it there, so we're stuck out on the periphery trying to communicate it to it through doing therapies on individual organs and glands and body parts. This now, we go straight to the brain, we balance mm -hmm. it there, and it sends a set, the correct signals out to all those parts and mm -hmm. recognize them from the inside out. And we just stand back and watch it happen. Wow, that's uh, incredible. That's incredible. And then we do it with your voice. So now we're gonna have, uh, we take 3D microphones and record your voice singing that tone. And then we slow your voice down so only your unconscious can re recognize the unique harmonics of the fingerprint. Oh, beautiful. And play that through your body and play that through the headphones. And so now it's kind of like more of what I'm familiar with from esoteric science from the Far East, which is the, the mantra. Hmm. That the mantra is my voice singing a frequency that balances me to my core and awakens me back up to communication with the part of me that knows how to grow my body out of two cells and grow my vocal cords and do it with harmonic series in my tissues that's recognizable as the timbre of my voice, why my voice sounds like me. And to recap for those of our listeners, as well as for myself, you have different modalities where one could be just music you're streaming through the house, through an Alexa or some kind of a system, and it's still working on the entire family. Yeah. And then you've got another modality where it's something like a binaural beats where you've got to have headphones on in order to sync up the two sides. But the outcome of both of those is exactly the same. Yeah. The binaural beats create a beat. That's a, a brainwave speed. And mm -hmm. You even through speakers, but if you put headphones on, it forces synchronicity of the hemispheres also. Got it. The hemispheres is good stuff because that's where the brain goes when I get my epiphany. That's where the problem gets solved. That's where yes. the spiritual revelation happens. Hemispheres synchronize, and we can float the brain in that state. So when we're in that state, Brilliant. that's when we're in contact with the intuition, with the voice on the inside that we've lost by synchronizing up and silencing the mind with sound technology, we can accomplish what it usually takes 20, 30 years of meditation to do. Wow. Immediately, we take the brain out of the picture and we get to our core. And now we can spend all of the time in the good stuff. <laughs> exactly. If sound can heal, then sound can also hurt. Yes. So there was research done by a psychiatrist years ago named John Diamond. Mm -hmm. He based a lot of his research on uh, the body exhibiting stress responses mm -hmm. that it felt were harming it. Mm -hmm. Muscle testing, right? The moment mm -hmm. you have a stress response, all your muscles get weak. Mm -hmm. so he did. He wrote a couple of books. One of them, particularly on music and, and its effect, and he he did muscle testing of audiences in major composers and uh, symphonies and. He started cataloging which type of classical music caused a healing response and which caused a stress response and which kind of music in general. Hmm. Kind of class of heavy metal rock music that caused all your systems to blow out and get weak. The drum beat was the key. Oh. The drum beat is a, uh, from this other experiment he did with, with oh. a waltz was the most healing kind of music. Hmm. Why? Because it's got a heartbeat. Da 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 dum, boom, dum 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 dum, boom boom boom, heartbeat. Ah, heartbeat. most healing. So he started experimenting with recordings of heartbeats, 
if he played a recording of a heartbeat to somebody, it would start to strengthen them up and heal them. But if it was a recording of a diseased heart, it would stress you out and cause disease. And then he realized that if you took a recording of a healthy heartbeat and played it backwards, hmm. it caused the most devastating imbalances in your central nervous system that I had ever seen. Really? Neurological switching. And then he realized that he recognized that backwards heartbeat as the drumbeat in this particular type of heavy metal rock music that was causing teenagers to commit suicide. And one of those rock uh, groups actually got sued in court because they thought it was subliminal messages, you know, to kill yourself. But there weren't. It was just this anti-heartbeat thing going on. And it was in training you into reversing all your neurological switching is where everything goes inside out and backwards. And the things that love and nurture you are rejected and the things that destroy you are accepted and you'll usually have cannibalism and devil worship things on the album cover and, you know yeah very very strange so the world is shifting in a good way new young medical doctors are much more holistic there's an organization called the holistic medical i uh, see the american holistic medical association i belong to that and i've i've lectured there Mm -hmm. That is an organization nationwide that is, that is holistic-minded MDs. Mm -hmm. So as a transition, that's the first thing you should do is find a, uh, say, a, a holistic family chiropractor who can work on your children and you and who can uh, link you in with a holistic MD to handle the removal of the medications you're taking because ordinary MDs won't do it. You have to take it for life. You need a holistic MD to help you to go off the medications because when I work on you and you start getting better, you start feeling worse because of the side effects of your medications. Now you're exactly. on the medications you don't need, and it's illegal for me to advise you on removing your medications. So I have to refer you to a holistic MD who will do so. Otherwise, you're on your own to remove it yourself. Mm -hmm. The littlest tiny piece at a time, sit back and wait, and nothing mm -hmm back and wait you know that's what the the parents from denmark had to do they none of the doctors would listen to them oh this your child has to take that the rest of their life mm -hmm. there is no cure excuse mm -hmm. me but there's only no cure in your world the rest of the world of holistic therapists have cures for all kinds of things absolutely uh, so well because like you said the body heals itself the, body heals the holistic doctors, practitioners just help you with the tools that you need to help your body heal. And the body can heal from anything. I believe that from mm -hmm. anything. So mm -hmm. stage four cancer, you're going to die. Spontaneous remission is gone tomorrow. Uh, exactly. And so if you can do that with cancer, why can't you do that with the misery of your present circumstances of your life? You can do it with cancer. You could do it with your job. You could do it with your toxic relationship. Like that, right? Tony Robbins says, like that. You can change like that to be healthy. It took me 15 months, but you know what? In the scheme of things, right? So I'm 47. Um, what's 15 months? It's nothing for me to now live another maybe 40 years in incredible health versus what would my 40 years have looked like on prednisone and antidepressants? It would have been hell. So it's a quality of life decision. And, and again, people are like, 40, 15 months? You know, you did what for 15 months? I'm like, it's nothing. It's a drop in the bucket. Mine was I was almost dead. It took me 15 months. If you've got something smaller, it could be three months and you, you'd be healed. You're done. Um, 
part of the, the fallacy that we've been brainwashed by the medical system, that the quick fix is where it's at. That if you've got a symptom, take this pill, it'll go away. Mm -hmm. But if you want to heal, it's going to take time. It's going mm -hmm. to take a year. And people go, a whole year? Excuse me, but you're comparing that to the pill that doesn't actually do anything for you. It silences the symptoms while you continue to get worse under the hood. Yep. So. And how long did it take for you to get sick, right? That's what they kept beating into me. Like every time I would see, and I saw, I don't know, another 18 holistic practitioners and they kept saying, Rena, because I'd say the same thing, another year? Oh my God, how much longer is this going to take? And they were like, well, let's, let's do some math here. How long have you been, you know, harboring these thoughts or been working like a crazy person or not sleeping nights, right? 20 years? How long do you think it's reasonable to expect your body to take? Yes. to recover and when they phrased it that way it was like well i guess you know 10 percent of, of my life makes kind of sense if i spend 20 years getting sick it's, i guess i should expect to pay one year as as my dues line that is the new pace the new pace of the 21st century absolutely it is the ability to put the phone aside and to go for a long walk in the woods yeah have that be entertaining <laughs> right to hear the silence and to dwell there and to know that that's something incredible to and it's the most beautiful experience when you do it i'd never experienced it until i was forced to go take walks in the forest with my phone off i'd never experienced that but i will tell you doing that at five in the morning and watching the sunrise it resets your brain your mind your soul your spirit in a way that's and unexplicable ultimately you um, we have to come back in touch with the fact that it's not what it appears to be. This, this is not just cars and highways and jobs and television and politics. And Facebook. Cosmic journey of star beings in physical bodies for a short time to learn lessons and do things and move on. It's a magical journey that's cosmic. It's not Peyton Place <laughs> with commercials. It's... So true. There's a reality to reality that's magical and heroic and the Odyssey and the Iliad. You know, it's, um, yeah. it's big, it's huge, it's cosmic, and you're in it, and you belong in it. And once you walk down that path and you start opening up the purpose of your soul, all that magic starts to show up. And the synchronicities that the universe communicates to you. First, it's like, okay, I don't exactly know what to do. I'm surfing the moment. I'm looking for where the universe is opening the doors for me, because I this part up here has no power. Mm -hmm. If I want to change my reality, it happens under the hood. Mm -hmm. This part understands the concept, but doesn't have the power to change it. It's God grants all prayers, and my present experience, what I prayed for in the past, but prayer happens before a thought. It happens in this zone underneath where I'm connected heavily into the core of the universe. When I, uh, when I experience that part of me, that part of me is ancient mm. and wise and connected and participated in the creation of the universe that I think is out there. But no, I'm connected to it. I belong here. I'm not a visitor from outer space. And it's like... Right. I'm grown out of the universe like a leaf on a tree. It's like, um, right. uh, and when, and I need to bring that magic back in my life and see that, that it's not ordinary. There's nothing ordinary about any of this. 
So beautifully said, so beautifully said. With that said, what is the one parting advice that you would share with those of our listeners that are trying to heal um, other than, of course, subscribing to your sound, your wonderful sound healing um, modalities? What's the one thing someone can start doing right now to get on that journey to healing? Take 30 minutes every day for yourself and do nothing. All the electronics shut off, you go out. Commune with nature. <laughs> I'm saying every day, 30 minutes, you and the universe. That's it. Even if it's just your backyard <laughs> with a tree and some grass, take your shoes off, take your socks off, stand in the grass and connect back to Mother Earth. You'll be surprised what happens. Just from a grounding standpoint, but reconnecting to the universe that you're part of and being constantly separated in boxes. House boxes, car boxes, cubicle boxes, boxes of belief systems in your mind. <laughs> That's what gets us in trouble. That's what makes us sick. We're disconnected. We're disconnected from who we are at our deepest part that's reflected in the universe as a whole. Beautifully said. It's reflecting in our health. We're 100 million very sick people and uh, 30 minutes a day without technology out in the sun, communing with nature is truly one of the most brilliant and easy and free and simple ways you can start today. Free and yeah. yeah. Right there. I mean, you don't have to go to Yosemite to go out. No, <laughs> no. You just step outside, hug a tree. I do it every day. <laughs> I'm sure people driving by think I'm completely nuts, but a big magnifying glass, and go out in your backyard and look down between the grass blades. There's Ooh. a world down there. There's little bugs crawling around. It's an alien universe there. They're all alive. They're all doing stuff, and they're all right in the patch of grass. 15 feet from where you are sitting right now. Oh, I'm going to do that. I've never done that. It's See, I learn something new every time I interview someone amazing like you. That's what I'm going to do with my 13-year-old. Done. God, you should be the trip master. That's what, that's what teachers should be. It's like the kid goes, kids are natural explorers and scientists. Yes. They're out there looking at the leaves on the tree and the flower. You say, wow, you think that's cool. Look through this magnifying glass. Did you know that all those little veins in the leaf have got all these little textures. And let's bring that leaf back in. I, I just bought you a microscope. Exactly. <laughs> a telescope and look at the stars at night. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's all around us. It's beautiful. It is. And it's throbbing with music. So I meditate. I meditate every single day. Um, and I, I started meditating in order to get my health back. It was a very specific meditation. It was a, I'm not the body, I'm not even the mind. And it was most brilliant of what I needed because at that point I was freaking out with my 28 symptoms, including of course, heavy duty rashes and hives on my face and, and everywhere else. So I needed to disassociate myself from what was happening on the outside. Yeah. The outcome of those meditations was so profound that I sort of became addicted to meditating in the morning. And then I followed Sadhguru's series of meditations. And, and I continued to do one of his meditations, which is the Shambhavi. Incredibly powerful. Um, every time I do Shambhavi, I have a unique experience. Recently, I had an experience where at the end of the meditation, I felt like I was surrounded with sound. I couldn't hear it and I wanted so badly to hear it. I tried so hard to hear it. I knew there was sound and that we were, I'm going to get misty eyed again, that we were literally surrounded with beautiful music. What is that? How do you explain that? 
sound is unique. In science class, we learn the total electromagnetic spectrum, right? Where you've got uh, brain waves, it's, and then uh, radio waves and television waves and X-rays and gamma rays and cosmic rays. And up here someplace is color, right? The total electromagnetic spectrum. Sound is not on the electromagnetic spectrum. It's mm. the only thing in the universe that is different. Mm. Mechanical energy wave of pure energy moving through a medium. So the, and is in all kinds of different frequencies. A narrow little range of those frequencies we can hear with our ear that we invented 20 to 20,000 hertz. But vibrations below that, we feel it in our body. And the universe is filled with vibrations, right? When you split all these different atoms apart and, you know, pe people are made of cells and made of compounds, made of atoms, made of uh, protons, electrons, and neutrons, and quarks, and charms, and hadrons, and leptons, and mm. smash the smallest particle open. There's nothing inside. It's energy pattern relationships. Interesting. Infinitely. An infinite sea of all possible vibrations. The problem is nobody can measure what's vibrating something's vibrating but nobody knows what it is because it can't be measured so they call it dark matter they used to call it the ether it's an invisible uh. something that's resonating and it makes up 80 percent of the universe seen those uh the metal plate with the sand on it that's vibrating with the sound right Have you ever seen yes that? so when you shift the frequency the sand forms a pattern you shift the frequency it yes pattern shift the frequency forms another pattern that's what it's like at the quantum field, except it's not sand that's vibrating. It's every possible substance in a state of resonance forming standing wave patterns that are all interwoven together in a tapestry of what we consider to be reality in a hyper three-dimensional movie in the mind of God that's got a pixel size of a quantum. <laughs> wow. Right? It's a three-dimensional, hyper-dimensional movie in the mind of God that's happening right now. And that goes straight back to the Vedas. That's wow. Upanishads. That's the Sutras of Patanjali, 6,000-year-old. Yeah, yeah. Talking about the fact that this all is born out of an idea in the mind of God and has more, no more substance than that. I call it a dream with teeth. <laughs> <laughs> And because the same substance that's making all of this happen moment by moment and creating it under the hood before a thought is who I am, hmm. we're all creating this. We're deciding what the next moment is going to be. And if enough of us dwell in the same conscious space, we can create the tipping point that the next moment is anything we want it to be. So if that's true, why are we creating this story that we're experiencing right now. Agreed. Why are we creating sickness? Why are we creating violence? Agreed. Why, why, we, why are we creating this world? We're living a life of misery when mm -hmm. we could have a utopia if we decided to have that. And so uh, that's where this needs to go. And that's where entrainment. So we could create those tipping points by aligning through coupled oscillator connections, larger and larger groups of people by entraining the brainwaves to exactly the same place. It's never been possible before. We've got the tools to make it happen now. Right. People through the internet entrained to the same place to make a trip, uh, tipping point, no problem. We just gotta get, we just gotta get it to happen. 
just got to get the the got to those you got to get the people critical mass the critical mass it's a hundredth monkey thing it is it is we just need critical mass and they've done these experiments before where they were able to show impact between x number of people meditating in the stock market yep, um maharishi uh, and that was the maharishi effect that's right one mile down from where i was going to school in iowa back in oh. and that happened seven thousand meditators show up on the mm -hmm. front lawn of the Maharishi College in Iowa. Mm -hmm. Stock market changed and accidents changed. And That's right. That's right. So the question is, why aren't we doing this as a society to create a more beautiful future for our children, for our grandchildren? Okay. Um, Just a timing thing. So I've got the tools to make that happen with entrainment. I need the correct people to link it together through the internet that could pull that off. That's well, let's do it. Let's do it. For those of you who are listening to this, you know what you need to do. We've empowered you today to change your life like that, whether it's through a combination of the beautiful meditations and modalities that the Dr. Jeff here has. And, and we're going to ask you to share some information in just a moment about your website. Of course, we're going to have all of this in our show notes as well. But you also can make a huge change right now, this very moment, and that is to decide to be healthy make that as a decision, commit to it, and start changing your life tomorrow because it's just around the corner. A happier, healthier, more joyful, longer life without the pain, without the meds, without the terrible moods, you can do it. And the other big breakthrough I hope you've had today is Dr. Thompson's empowered you to make the choice towards where your heart lies. So if you're doing everything on a daily basis that makes you sad, that makes you depressed, that makes, you, makes it harder for you to get out of bed, change it. You are in control. Don't listen to what everybody else is telling you. You are in control. And so beautifully, like you said, the universe will support you. If you make the right choice, if you make the right decision, the universe will support you. Don't worry about how it's going to happen. It will happen. Just make the decision, put one foot forward, and go find your path to joy and health. Thank you so much. Dr. Thompson, thank you again so much. Share the URL for your website again, please. Uh, the website is scientificsounds, with an S, dot com. Beautiful. And of course, we're going to have that on our show notes. And keep an eye out. We are going to be hopefully working here with Dr. Thompson and incorporating some of his work into our health boot camps. So if you've joined one of the health boot camps, keep an eye out. If not, this might be the right time for you to sign up. Join, heal, smile. I'll see you on another podcast. Take care. That's a wrap. Share your love with a five-star review and get show notes at healthbootcamps.com. Connect with us on Health Bootcamps Facebook and Twitter. Also, don't forget to check out other great interviews and subscribe to the Get Healthier podcast today.